Well, good day, everybody. It's our daily podcast here from Christian Center, Shreveport, Louisiana. So glad you joined us. We're spending the entire week talking about your personal inheritance, your destiny, and the importance for the days ahead. Are you ready to have everything about your life challenged so that you can walk in the fullness of it? All right, let's listen in today. Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Your name is Your name's power. Hey, amen. We, we love that song. I tempted you there with that song. You know the rest of it. It's a great song. I speak Jesus. And welcome. It's uh, Tuesday, the 10th day of January 2023. 10. Big number this year. I think we're going to see lots of tens. Speaking of uh, establishment, declaration, you know, it takes ten in Scripture to bring the grace for a city. As Abraham member said, for ten, you know, he would save a city. And many things that happens in, in the Hebraic mindset goes in tens. Very important Scripture. Well, I wanted to spend an entire week focused on you, not so much about prophetic events in the world, although... What I'm doing, I feel, to help you and help me as well, is to make sure we're postured properly for this season because of what is coming around the corner. I've had many prophetic friends contact me because they're getting the prophetic about the coming shaking, and you know, the supply chain issues, the crises that we're going to go through, and they're struggling because they're, they're asking me to help them interpret their their prophetic because. They're not in the mainstream. Everybody else is prophesying prosperity, greatness. Everything's going to be wonderful, and and yet we're not getting that. That's not what we're getting. Not to say you can't prosper in a hard time. I think you can, and I want to, and I'm planning to. But the fact is, that's not what's going to happen in the natural. And as I started yesterday, it's so critical that you be where you're supposed to be in your call, proximity to your call. That doesn't mean that you're always in a good environment. You cannot measure whether you're where you're supposed to be based on your environment. I, I'm, I work at a hellhole at my job. It's horrible. Guess what? Joseph was in prison to get in his proximity. Paul was in prison in his proximity of his destiny. There are times that we have to go through that. I'd love to say we're all in a great peaceful place. Sometimes the discomfort is very important for us. Get out of our zone, you know, and so forth. I've gotten used to being home for two years now to, well, yeah, almost two and a half years, three years almost. And now God's saying, go out some more. And I'm like, no, I'm just enjoying getting home, you know. But my destiny is to the nations. Part of it is also to my city, to my ministry. And so I have to be pushing myself to places that my flesh doesn't want to go. Oh, God, I just would die to go to the nations. Well, I understand that. 
And and I, I there's a beauty in that, but it's it's not all you think it is. You you on your you're dismantling your normal life and mantling it into what you need to be for another people, another nation, which I love doing. I love getting there. I mean, I love ministering there. I wish I could just be translated and forget all this flying stuff. And it's better than boats. I keep reminding myself, at least I'm not back in the 40s and 50s where you take ships everywhere. Okay, enough of me. Let's get into our purpose here. We started yesterday with Joseph and how... He said that his call, until the time of his call came to pass, the word tested him or tried him, tried his character. It was like a a goldsmith, and that's what it does to us. It it goes after that. Now, we have—I want to deal with excuses today. Did I hear a pause out there? I I want to deal with excuses today because we all have them. Uh, you know, charismatics are classic people of wanting 15,000, you know, confirmations before they do anything. And, and there are times you just, you need to go with what God told you to do uh, without confirmation. I think it's an amazing gift to do that. But I want to use Jeremiah as our passage or our, our type right now. And, you know, he was a young man and God gave him a great call. So get this. God's call on your life almost never is based on your skill level. Almost never. Now, I say skill level, a known skill level is a better way of putting it. What you've built and worked on, especially when you're young, God asks you to do something that goes way beyond yourself so that you'll have absolute total dependence upon you, on him. And as you have your dependence upon him, then he can use you and mold you. Because when you have so much confidence in yourself, you will not ask the Lord so much. I remember we worked with a politician one time, and he was the most, he was the smartest guy in the room, Oxford grad, et cetera. And he got to where he didn't think he needed anybody to counsel him. And that he was smarter than everybody in the room, and he could just lead a whole, whole uh, environment through his gift. Well, and that didn't work out real well. He crashed and burned as a politician and just literally just went into oblivion. He's in obscurity now. He don't even know who he is, what he's doing. Because when you don't allow God to use the environment that you're in to help you get where you're supposed to be and you just trust yourself, you're going to fail. So Jeremiah is a good example of somebody who was called to do something beyond his ability. And we know the story in Jeremiah chapter 1. And the Lord says to him, before I formed you, and I want to use that word formed is very important. Before I formed you in your mother's womb. Come on. And this speaks of that you were formed with a purpose before you ever came into this earth. Now, I don't know that you know that or wonder if you know that. But, it, but that word formed there uh, means to mold like a potter does uh, to uh, in a sense, with to look just like he wanted you to look. He determined it. That's what really it means, to determine it, to press you in through a narrow place. And one of the things it means also is to be in distress, to be stressed. So as you went through a narrow place, and you know, you're born through a narrow place, your mother's womb, but before he was formed in his mother's womb, the Lord knew him. And I think that's amazing. And I want to encourage you with this. The Lord knew you to know you. He had recognition with instruction and and designation 
he had a, not just a, a, an acquaintance with you, but a deep knowledge of you. Uh, because he, yada, that's the Hebrew word, yada. He knew you in such a special way that he formed his purpose in you. And like I've been saying, I said it yesterday and today, what's coming in 2023, if you are not doing what you were formed to do, then what's going to happen is you're going to be lost from your creator. If I go, and I did this when I went into my career field without the Lord telling me to do that. Now, he used it. But when I went into that, I knew the Lord, but I didn't know him the way I should have known him. Because you can't know him properly when you're not where you should be. And God was using my trial to prove my character, to prepare me for another day. But once I came out of that and got into that, that, that place I was supposed to be, I accelerated faster. And you can accelerate faster that way. He says, and before you were born, I consecrated you. Think about that. God consecrated you set you aside in such a place that before you were ever in your mother's womb, he sanctified you or or consecrated you, which means to, uh, he observed, he made you that way. Uh, And then he ordained you. He set you apart. He gave it to you. And that's what a ordination means. Nathan or Nathan is how we say it in English, but it means to give it to you. I want you to get this. I have appointed you to be a prophet of the nations, he says to them. So get this. Let's put this together. So God did this for you. He formed you through a narrow place like a potter, put you on a wheel. This is before you were in your mother's womb. So when you came into your mother's womb, you were already formed in what you were called to be. You're put in your mother's womb. You came forth in the earth. He ordained you, gave a gift. We call this free money. <laughs> it's, it's given to you. It's your design. You were designed this way to be what you're supposed to be. And when you're not in your design, you one way you will know is there's just no peace and you have a hard time connecting and knowing the Lord like you should know him. And then, you know, he, he does this for Jeremiah. And then Jeremiah does what we would do in this situation, because God said, okay, you're going to be a prophet to the nations. And he says, whoa, 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 Lord, I don't even know how to speak. I'm, I'm just a young person. As much as that may be declaring his weaknesses, I also believe it could be a possibility of a cop-out. I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, Ezekiel sure didn't, but he did it. But, you know, you get in this place where you, you're like, look, I, I don't have the skill to do that. I don't know how to speak. Now you're going to make me speak to nations. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm just too young. Paul said the same thing to Timothy. Let no man despise your youth. Now, I believe youth there not only speaks of chronological age, but I think of spiritual age. Do not, because you can be 60, 70 years old and be a youth in the spirit because as far as maturity, because you have not progressed far enough. And don't let anybody despise that. Go ahead and walk in what God's called you to walk in. And I know you're saying, well, I wish you could come through this, this, my phone here and prophesy to me because I'm lost. Well, it's okay. You'll get there. Hang in there. I wished I could as well. But he said, because I'm a youth, 
But you said to me, do not say, but the Lord said to me, do not say I'm a young youth because everywhere I send you, you shall go and all that I command you, you shall speak. Now think of the confidence the Lord had in Jeremiah. Here the guy saying, I can't do it. I'm too young. I can't talk. I can't articulate. And God says, no, here's the deal. Don't say that, number one. But then two, you will go <laughs> and you will speak and I'm going to send you. Did you understand his excuses did not withhold God's hand of sending him into his future? So you can complain and have your little conversation with Jesus about how you can't and you don't want to, or you can't have the ability. You don't have the ability. God is going to do this gracious thing of ignoring you and just let you talk it out, externally processing, and then say, okay, thank you. You can say that. That's fine. But don't say it anymore. Here's what you're going to do. I'm going to send you and you're going to speak my word. <laughs> this is an amazing encounter that Jeremiah is having. And, and I think this is very empowerful. He said, do not be afraid of them. So I think the Lord recognized why Jeremiah was saying he's a youth and he didn't know how to speak because he feared the people. And I don't know of anybody who's really going after their destiny doesn't have a fear somewhere in their life, especially concerning people. Because when you walk in your destiny, everybody's going to know you don't have the ability to do it. And they're going to judge you accordingly. And you know that. And what they don't understand is your confidence is not in yourself. It's in the Lord. And that's where it should be. So part of that call, fullness of time, is to try your character. Is your character to achieve the, the acceptance of man or to please the heart of the Father? Okay, I'm getting in your kitchen right now. Hang in there. I'll be, I'll be cooking up some bacon here in just a second. He says, for I am with you to deliver you declares the Lord. Delivering from what? From fear. God, I want, if I could speak anything to you today, God's going to deliver you of fear, fear of man, fear of any other fears so that you can walk in your call. And, and well, I'm going to have to stop. I'm running out of time here. But I want to, I want to finish one more thought. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. And then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched his mouth and said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Okay. This is how you know you're walking in your destiny, that you're saying things and doing things that you know are not you. <laughs> I'm like, wow. You know, you're counseling somebody and go, I could use that counsel. You're, you're prophesying. You go, wow, I could use that prophetic word. I don't know how I knew that. And it's going to be the grace of God. Okay, let's pray for you. Father, right now, we break every excuse, every lie that we have tried to use. First of all, repent of it, Lord. We're sorry. And Lord, let us adhere to what you told Jeremiah. Do not say. Forgive us for saying we're too young. We're too immature. We don't have this gift. We don't have that gift. We repent, Lord. And we say, use us, Lord. Let us be like Isaiah. Hear my Lord. Send me. Send me into your purpose. I want to be used in this 2023 with all the crises. I want to be an answer to the problems of this world. That it's Christ in me, the hope of glory. I can help others. All right. Bless you. Come back tomorrow. Let's keep building on this. Well, thanks for listening, each and every one of you. Remind you, as I said last week, we're planning a trip to Israel in May. We'll put more details. They're out to come, but pray about it. 
We're going to Europe first, and then we will go to Israel. A little bit longer trip than normal, but it has a great purpose. Don't forget all our applications, our website, uh, christiancentersreport.com, as well as our app. You can give there. You can read with us. You can do so many things on our applications. Thank you, and God bless you. I speak life over you for the days ahead. All right, see you tomorrow.